So last week I said, you're probably busy, busy, busy. And that's probably true. You've probably been busy for a while. Uh, I know the real estate uh, agents are crazy, you know, running around trying to find houses for folks. We've been busy both on the purchase transactions as well as the refinance wave. You know, the rates have been crazy low. Uh, I always, <laughs> you know, 10% used to be a good rate back, you know, back in the 80s because they were 18 to 19%. They gradually came down and bottomed out at about 10. And everybody thought that was a great rate. Um, 6% for long-term mortgage money is really a great rate. I mean, it really is a great rate, historically speaking. And I'm like you, I'm like the consumers. I, you know, I want two and a half, I want two and a half percent too. Um, but 6% is a great rate, 5% is a great rate, you know, 4%. We're in fantasy land here. 3%, two and three quarters. We have been in fantasy land. And listen, I'm loving it. I'm sure you're loving it. As a consumer, you can get long-term money cheap. As an appraiser, you've been extremely busy with the refi wave and and purchase transactions. The real estate community has been really crazy for a good long while. And quite frankly, COVID has uh, has done the opposite. You know, we we thought nobody would want to sell their houses, and and probably there is a big supply that didn't want people coming in their houses. Supply of people, that is. There's a there's a large number of people, I should say, that probably hasn't wanted people coming in their house. They're gonna wait till this thing is over. And really, if you even remotely thinking about selling your house, that's the that's the wrong strategy, right? There's only a handful of properties that in any given time in most markets that are available, and the basic supply and demand. The more scarce an item, typically, the more more value. If the other things are are contributing, right? Scarcity, utility, desire, and purchasing power. So there's a lot of desire, and there there's no supply. But what is lurking in the shadows? What is lurking in the shadows? Come on back and we'll talk about it. Hi, this is Brian Reynolds. You're listening to the Appraisal Update Podcast, brought to you as always by the fine folks at Appraiser eLearning. So I hope you're doing well. I hope uh, business is good and I'm not trying to scare you. Uh, but uh, if you haven't heard of this term, look it up, Google it. I'm not making this term up. It really exists. It's called shadow inventory. Well, what in the world is shadow inventory? Well, it can mean different things to different people, but most people agree that at least part of shadow inventory is delinquent loans, uh, foreclosures, loans that are even with a repayment plan, a forbearance agreement, REO properties, loans that were delinquent. They're not delinquent now. They've they've paid current, uh, but there's a reasonable expectation that they're going to become delinquent again. All of these in part, make up what is known as shadow inventory. 
And I'm told that the shadow inventory is on the rise. And if you think about with COVID and this horrible thing we've been going through for a while now, uh, a lot of folks weren't able to work, uh, weren't able to make their mortgage payment. And so it, it kind of makes sense that uh, people have gotten behind, right? And um, landlords can't kick them out. Mortgage companies can't necessarily start foreclosure. But at some point in time, that's all lifted. And what's going to happen? I mean, a housing wire uh, report indicated that 17% of the foreclosure loans are either in forbearance or delinquent. 17% of the 8 million insured mortgages are now delinquent. That's in accordance to HUD, HUD's July 2020 Neighborhood Watch Report. 17% of 8 million insured mortgages are delinquent. That's a bunch. And as we keep looking at some of these, these numbers, it, uh, it, it gets our attention. Um, the real deal, the real deal, New York real estate news reports, mortgage delinquencies jumped to the highest rate in 20 years. Now, someone said the other day that the shadow inventory is expected to be double what it was before the 2008, 2009, 2010 housing crisis. And I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, maybe big government will step in and you know, wave all of that or something. I, I, I don't know. But what if they don't? What's going to happen? I mean, are we, are we priming up? Are we gearing up for another housing crisis? I don't know. Many say, well, you know, there may be some impact, but at least, you know, they're not making dumb loans like they did before. You know, the liars line, just tell me how much you make and we'll, we'll make the loan stated income. And they're not doing the 125% loan to values. So it's different. Well, yeah, it's different, but is it that much different? And appraisers, you're probably going to be fine. You're you're going to have lots of work to to do. You know, I mean, if a lot of these things go into foreclosure, you know, you're probably going to have REO work to do and foreclosure work to do. But it's something to think about, and I encourage you to diversify your practice. If if all your eggs are in one valuation basket, if you're only doing refis and you're only doing purchase transactions, what happens when or if, and I'm going to, I'm going to go back to when these rates start to go up and I'm hopeful, I'm praying that that's not going to be this year. Hopefully it won't even be next year, but at some point in time, these rates are going to go up. They're going to go up. And if you've surrounded your practice in doing only refinance, refinance transactions and, and purchase transactions, you're in for a rude awakening. 
Think about diversifying your practice. Think about other ways to sell your service. What knowledge and skill set do you have as an appraiser that may help you in other areas? Maybe you get your home measurement specialist credential. That's not that hard to do. I mean, you've got to take a class. You've got to take a second class. You've got to contact HAMP and, and take a written exam. It's, it's administered online presently. And, and you can become a home measurement specialist. There's a whole book of business right there. Go around to some of the brokerage firms and offer to measure those houses. Offer to do an appraisal. You know, maybe you do a restricted appraisal report for those folks. I do a bunch of those. I teach that in the USPAP class to, to look at the opportunities that are available to you. Maybe you take your appraiser hat off and you provide some consulting service. You become a real estate agent. There are so many opportunities. Maybe you get into the tax appeal arena. There are so many ways to make money in this business. And if you're perfectly content doing what you're doing, then that's fine. That's fine. But don't, don't start crying if a big wave of change occurs and business has changed from how it's conducted today. Because one thing's for certain, most things change. I didn't say all things. But most things change. If you don't believe that, look in the mirror. <laughs> things, things are going to change whether you want them to or not. And you can put your hands up and you can resist change all you want. But change is going to occur. And you can be ready as best you can. You can be willing to adapt to change. Or you can resist it and be left behind. It's your decision. You get to decide. Anyway, check out Shadow Inventory. Do a little research. Um, the end inventory is growing. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. We're in some very interesting times. We've been in interesting times in 2020 with this COVID. Hopefully, hopefully we're on the tail end of that. It's going to go away. I don't know if it'll ever go away entirely, but Hopefully, it's going to be all but gone. Uh, but what, what, are the, what are the effects of this? Only time will tell, but, but be ready. Um, start increasing your knowledge base. Start thinking outside the checkbox, if you will, and open your mind to opportunity. Until next time, this is Brian Reynolds, your host for the Appraisal Update Podcast. Brought to you by Appraiser and Learning. Until next time, please be safe, uh, be happy, and uh, have a little fun. Join us at the Axe Conference. That's coming up real soon. In live action, right? <laughs> Bay St. Louis, Mississippi. We've got a deep sea fishing the day before. We've got some pre-conference education with Appraiser and Learning. There's a golf scramble on Saturday. Um, we're going to have a good time. We're gonna, we've got some education. We've got some topics to cover, but we're really going to have a good time. And although this is the 11th year for the National Association of Appraisers, we're going to be celebrating our 10-year anniversary. So we'll have a great, uh, great celebration event as well. 
Uh, we've got a lot of exciting things that are going to occur at that event. We've got an auction. We've got a live auction and silent auction. Please consider joining us. We'd love to have you. Until next time, please be safe and happy appraising. The Appraisal Update Podcast is brought to you by Appraiser E-Learning.